0: Well, it is uh, time for the program that comes from two different parts of the world. They've got a lot, they've, they're lacking a lot. (laughs) Oh man, it's the worst intro I've ever done. No jingles, no commercials, Uh, maybe in a phone call here or there, but still, it's no agenda. Coming to you from the United Kingdom in the Curry Manor, I'm Adam Curry.
1: And I'm from the United States of America, Northern California, where it's going to be another beautiful 70 70 degrees on of February. I'm John C. Dvorak.
0: And and I can't pretend, John, I can't pretend that we didn't just start the whole show over again because uh, something went wrong with the recording. I just got to let everyone know up front. you,
1: You put a new rig together and apparently the thing's a junker.
0: Well, it's not, but it's, you know, when you're on the cutting edge of technology and that's essentially exactly where cut. i live yeah of course you get cut all the time because i'm living on the edge of what software can do with the hardware available and it's so close and, and yet so far away, yet so far away uh and uh i getting better but the i mean it's you said it sounded like i had a loose wire but it's not it's the software breaking up and the cpu load is going up something is dragging down system resource i don't know what the hell is going on but it's upsetting to say the least
1: yeah i got a well i just my rig as it were is just it looks like a nest it looks like a rat's nest oh uh, you mean with wires and shit oh there's wires everywhere there's stuff on the floor i can't i can't even vacuum oh. in here because it'll suck the wires up and then I'll disconnect something it's just a mess
0: i found part of I, the problem I, I, I don't know what to do part of the problem is firefox sucking up resources have you tried oh, firefox 3 yeah well but i need a browser during the show don't i
1: no, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, when we're talking about stuff, I want to be able to you know bring up you a just web page. Be
1: careful that Firefox doesn't lock onto one of those sites that starts. You know where it's I've had situations where I've killed Firefox and the machine's still grinding away. And then I go look at the uh, task manager with the control alt delete and, and Firefox and, and, there's and there's still to some, still be running. It's still
0: running. Yeah, I've had that happen. Doing what? Oh, hell if I know, man. Did, didn't they come out with uh, with a new version? Version three. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, I love that. Oh, that was straight from the heart, John. Oh.
1: It's, you know, luckily they upgraded it to beta 3, which is a little better, but it the, still has this weird problem, which gives you an error message. I, I blogged this, I believe. It says, uh, dvorak.org slash blog. It says, <laughs> um, we are going from a encrypted page or secure, whatever it is, page to an unencrypted page. Yeah. Yeah it gives you a big message yeah and then it is says that okay and, and it then says it yeah asks show you this warning in to the future always be informed about yeah. this and you say no it, no it doesn't give you the no option huh it just asks you if you want to affirm what they're already doing which is interrupting your session but can't you get rid I of it god can't you get rid of it no
0: you're kidding me hmm
1: anyway so i don't know what they're thinking
0: so, we talked about Valentine's Day briefly when, yeah, we, when we started part. off the original show. Me,
1: this was the show part of the show everyone missed. It was actually quite good. Maybe the best stuff we've ever done, but it's gone now. <laughs> Sorry, it's gone forever. <laughs> History. But you did ask about Valentine's Day, saying, and you, you, you implied that I was a big uh, stick in the mud and probably wouldn't take part in this phony baloney holiday because I'm a cynic. Yes. But I, I told you that I did take part, which I did by sending an SMS message to my wife. Because it was the biggest, there's a world record-breaking day for SMS messages, as predicted by the phone companies. Something like 2.5 billion messages were sent on Valentine's Day.
0: I think that's uh, that's a sign of the times, and, and probably a good thing. Although, effectively, uh, it's reduced uh, spending because now you know you get away with sending a, a text message instead of the traditional flowers and chocolates. Well, you know, or as I did, I took my wife to the arena tour of uh, Dancing with the Stars. <laughs>
1: what? What is that?
0: Dancing with the you know Dancing with the Stars, the TV show? Yeah, yeah. So they the uh, in the UK it's called Strictly Come Dancing, where the format originated. And they have an arena tour with a couple of the celebrity couples and uh, a couple of the uh, the judges who are uh, normally on the TV show, and they basically do the TV show in an arena. <laughs> it's it's pretty entertaining.
1: It's actually entertaining. you not just feel like a schmuck sitting there watching people dance. Well,
0: no, but you know, I got into the show. You know, I I, I like watching people dance. It's uh it's fun. If if there wasn't such a height difference between Patricia and I, we would uh, go dancing together. I'm sure. Huh? Yeah, you don't dance, huh?
1: No, I, I, I like to dance. I'm a natural.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How's your de doble, John? Is it uh, is but, you it know,
1: part? When I was a kid, the difference is, I mean, I don't do a lot of dancing, obviously, but when I was a kid, we used to uh, be required in grammar school to learn to dance. It was like one of these things that they don't teach kids anymore. They don't teach kids. Well, I, the, the kind of the stuff that and people miss out on this. when we were kids, we were taught how to balance checkbooks. We were taught civics and ethics. Hell yeah, how to we type. We were taught how to type. We were taught penmanship. We were taught how to dance. And one of the things about the dancing was we learned everything from square. It was like a whole year of square dancing, square dancing, tango, mambo, everything except uh, free form rock and roll dancing, which was, you know, some sort of a horrible thing to them. Uh, So you'd learn all this stuff in school. Uh, I don't know they don't do that anymore now there's a
0: lot of stuff oh man there's a lot of
1: stuff they don't do anymore in that regard um, we used to have a gym class every day you'd have to run around <laughs> they still have gym classes in school they don't have it every day in a lot of these schools they don't, the kids don't get enough of a workout
0: and music lessons we had music lessons did, I'm sure you had music lessons where you had to play like the recorder
1: <laughs> that was an option you could and there was a lot of kids who did but nowadays half the music departments don't even, they don't even have them anymore Uh, Oh, well, of course, I don't even know what the point of it is. Why do they even send these kids to school?
0: Well, no, it's the the Department of Education wants to keep us dumb. John, you know that. That's how that's that's the the main thrust here.
1: So uh, (laughs) one of the things that people missed out on, we were talking about uh, we actually will do this when it's more natural, but we're talking about the uh, morning radio. And you brought up the fact that you, you didn't realize that Dennis Miller was a right wing talk show host. No,
0: I I made the comment. I I, I think I kind of realized that he was definitely not left-wing, but wasn't he on Air America for a while? I don't think he ever was on Air America. I had that feel. I thought he did the morning show and then he spun that off into syndication and... Well, There's that's a possibility because
1: no, nobody listened to Air America because it was dreadful. I mean, they didn't get it. Uh, I mean, and some of it was like horribly uh, weird. Uh, I mean, I listened to it. I mean, I listened to this, all these different things. But Air America was just like, except for there was one woman, I think, that's, that was a standout. And I can't remember her name. And she was somewhat entertained, But everybody else was fawning all over each other. They were politically correct. They were gushing over each other. It was pathetic. Oh, I
0: hate that. I, yeah, that doesn't work.
1: So anyway, I uh, wanted to talk about one thing this week. I mean, we don't tr- I don't try to make a list normally, but since I was waiting because you were uploading daily source code. Yeah, and trying I, to uh, fix this
0: piece of shit setup that sounds like crap and is going to make us unhappy with the actual show.
1: Yes. It doesn't sound that bad. Anyway, so I, I, when I was in New York the last time, I, and I, since I was sitting here waiting, I decided to do a little research on this. So when I was in New York last week uh, or a couple weeks ago, I uh, went to the place I always go when I'm in New York, which is in Manhattan specifically, is which is the Century 21 department store downtown.
0: Oh, I love yeah. that place! You can get all kinds of brand name clothing really cheap.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> true or so not? True or not? Long, Century 21. You like you're from Long Island, the way you were delivering that. Yeah, but it's true. Yeah, well, no, it's absolutely true. It's a ma- it's an amazing place. Anyway, so I so I'm going through there and I and one of the things I always do, they have a lot of collectible ties dirt cheap from big designers and I have a tie collection even though I don't use it much nowadays because ties are not in. But um, so I'm walking by to to leave, and then there's the socks. I said, "Yeah, you know, I could use some some more socks." And I I was looking at the they have this Gold Toe, which is the you know this big brand of socks all over the U.S. Yeah, that's the sock to have, man. Gold Toe, gotta have it. And they had cashmere, a three pack of cashmere Gold Toes uh, for like four dollars for three for three pair, and it was marked (laughs) down from like fifty bucks or something. Yeah, baby. So I said, "Wow, I got to buy these." So I bought a set, and of course, now I realize why they were marked down to four dollars. Were they irregulars or messed up? No, it's like I, in fact, I have them on now. This is what brought it to mind. Uh, They're they're really soft, and you can, and if you stick your hand into a pile of socks, you can literally find these socks by feel alone. Except that when you put them on, because of the nature of cashmere, it's it's, it's like a, it doesn't have any structure, and so the sock basically falls apart on your foot, and it's like they're upside down within just a couple of minutes. You know, they just won't, they're not snug; they can't stay there. It's just a it's a disaster. Oh, man. So, but but in the process, since I was waiting for you to finish Daily Source Code, I looked up. You know, I was seeing gold Toast – what is the history of this company? It's apparently a company that was the great American knitting mills. And they started making socks like, you know, before the Depression. And... Um they still make these gold toe socks in North Carolina. They're not a Chinese product. And I realize it's one of the last things we still make in this country are socks. 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 <laughs> we, make, <laughs> we make ammo and
0: socks, everybody. That's, that's <laughs> our <laughs> we claim to fame.
1: jets, we make bombs, and we make socks. <laughs> socks. And I couldn't find any evidence that they have outsourced these sock-making. Uh, and they've <laughs> actually expanded somewhat. Hmm. And uh,
0: Well, the sock business, you know, it's like, uh, what was the line? Plastic, son. That's the future.
1: Well, socks apparently are too, but anyway. So their gold toe is really uh, an outstanding product, I think, because I I mean I realize that most of my socks, probably ninety percent of them, are black gold toe socks, and you know sometimes there's a mix and match problem because they do have longer ones and shorter ones and some that are slightly different uh, uh, combination of uh, fabrics. But um, now,
0: do you um, do you do your uh, own laundry? Do you wash your own socks?
1: uh, Generally speaking. uh, Yes, except sometimes if the bunch of laundry gets backed up, uh, there's a couple of uh, services that I just take. I just pile everything into a truck and uh, <laughs> drop it off there, and then I get it all sorted. Because hey, you did- know what happens with the socks, of course, if ever, anybody knows, especially if you do your own laundry, is that you end up with. I have a box of of about 150 single socks that have no mate.
0: Exactly. This is where I was going. Because I whenever I come back from San Francisco, uh, I, I or almost every single time I do the laundry and because that really scores big here at home. And man, those socks, it's like you, you got to have like, you know, a, a spot where you can lay them all out. You can look at them. You can because I'm a little colorblind and it's hard, man. It's hard to find the matches. And then always it's like, well, wait a minute, I'm fucking missing one
1: one yeah but every laundry is like well
0: i won't go into the where did the sock go routine but um, well
1: that's the thing that's cool about gold toes is you just keep buying them costco has them and you just keep buying them and buying them then pretty soon yeah okay so i'm missing a lot of socks but i have a lot of combinations of the same you know two gold toes that happen to be black And, uh, you know, eventually, I mean, but still, I'm still tempted, unfortunately, to uh, like, especially when I'm at Century 21, I go by like there'd be like the sock rack and there will be like a really cool looking pair of socks that are made by, you know, some designer, Donna Yeah. And so you grab the pair because, oh, these are cool. And you wear them a couple of times and then you always lose one of the two. And that's the end (laughs) of it. You know, this one sock (laughs) is just as loner. And then the worst part is, is that one sock gets into one batch of laundry and the other sock gets into another batch of laundry. And for some reason. they, yeah,
0: they're out of the, sync. They're out of sync.
1: They're out of sync because one of them soaked up some yep. color from one of the batches, and you hold the two of them up, they don't even look yep. the same anymore. It's like, yep. you know, this is a dilemma of of modern life. Yeah. Oh, fuck! I hate it.
0: <laughs> no, really, I I wish I could just have all the same socks, and it would would make
1: any difference. Well, you know that you it's, you that. Just buy gold toes. So anyway, I was thinking about that and I did the, the you can go to goldtoes.com dot oh, goldtoes.com uh-huh. if you want to look at the well, history of this company. I'm go look right and now. Then I also found that they had sued some they're one of the first companies that had sued uh in two thousand, they sued gold dash toes dot com and some other derivative name uh through icon, the internet naming guys, uh, and won one of the first cases of like uh beating a squatter out of the name because it wasn't theirs to have.
0: Well, what's the address? Kind of, it's not goldtoes.com. Try goldtoe.com then. Goldtoe. <laughs> Can't believe I'm actually doing this. Oh, there you go. Enlighten your ne- feet. <laughs> <laughs> now, 25% off.
1: <laughs> now, I'm reminded. Now, now I don't want to. I'm going to take the conversation off in this direction because of the underwear. But the uh, I'm reminded. The first time I went to England was in 1973. And... Uh, I met somebody uh, on the Dunkirk Ferry, actually, who I was hanging out with, this girl, mm-hmm. and uh, she turned me on to the, uh, to the concept, and then I checked it out from other people, that the place to get underwear, specifically um, uh, briefs, was Marks and Spencer, yep. which for st- – which, for some reason, is called Marks and Sparks as a as a diminutive, and I don't have any idea where that comes from. But anyway, that's what the it's locals call it. Just,
0: yeah, that's what we call it here. Marks and Sparks. Is it just it rhymes? Yeah. That's why.
1: Well, whatever the case, it's a huge chain, and I don't think the quality is what it was back in the seventies. By the way, uh, but anyway, they would have you could buy this uh, underwear uh, briefs, and I wore you know briefs as opposed to boxer shorts. Uh, that, that was information I really made. didn't need. A made they're made with Egyptian cotton, and the stuff is unbelievable now over the over the years they've expanded and you can find some of these briefs that aren't made with Egyptian cotton, although the Israeli stuff looks pretty good but there's stuff I've seen now from all over the place and some of the bands break the stuff is the quality is going way downhill but back in the seventies when they were the the peak of their quality time, they also had a uh, uh shirts that they sold. Specifically, and they don't do this anymore, by the way. You can't find this anymore that I know of. Uh, they had wool T-shirts. Yeah. Now, I bought a couple of them. I still have them. They they're still <laughs> you wouldn't even know they're this old. It's <laughs> it was an unbelievable product. I think if the if they had kept making wool t-shirts, the the t-shirt business there wouldn't be a t-shirt business because these things I guess can go 50, 60 years without wearing out. It's a, it's an unbelievable product.
0: Well, yeah, but you know I <clears throat> I hate to do it to you, but that's all part of the consumption uh theory, John. We've got to make products that break early. Hence t-shirts. Made
1: of right, but they—they they, the point is, is that they used to make a product that didn't break at all, and <laughs> yeah, that uh, was like no the good T-shirt, yeah, and, I, the, and the underwear for that matter. You know, some of those that underwear from that—I mean, was, was just amazing, I mean, the stuff would just last like forever. And now, of course, you know, the stuff is made in India; it's not as good.
0: When uh, when Ron and I had our previous company, uh, Think New Ideas. Um, we were part of the, the it was a, a bunch of agencies that launched, uh, the new Gillette Mach 3 Razor. And I, they had this huge briefing at Gillette headquarters and all, you know, all the agencies were there and, you know, they went through the, you know, they showed the, you know, the pack, the product pack and all this stuff, you know, stuff that you really don't care about too much because we just wanted to build a, a cool website with some flash anima- animation, um, but at one point, someone you know—they they talked about the blades because they had, they had this new diamond encrusted platinum something or other—and someone in the, in basically in this auditorium, one of the people of the agency said, "Oh, so uh, we can talk about uh, these blades and how much uh, better they are and longer they last?" And it was like, "Boom!" Complete silence. And then you know the, the the chief marketing officer of Gillette says, "We never, ever, ever talk about how long our blades last." We have a nice little colored strip on top, which could be an indication for you as to when you might want to get a new blade. But we never, ever talk about how long the blades last. And I know people who have used the same blade for years, <laughs> never gotten a <laughs> replacement, and it still kind of works.
1: Well, you know, there's a, there used to be... Um Kind of in the in the folklore of con, of the consumer world uh, a, a belief and i think it's, I think it may be true that when they came out when they come out with a new razor, whether it 's Chic or Gillette or whomever, uh, the razor that you get when the new one comes out is so sharp that you could use it probably forever and it's the replacement blades that they start to dull they just heard that. turn yep. down like someone said they just turn down the knob yep. and they may, they don't they make them less and less sharp so they don't work as long and to get people to go to the next new new razor so i generally only buy it's, i would you know you, i i usually buy complete replacements so i buy the razor with a couple of blades brand new mm-hmm. and i believe i could be wrong but i believe that those blades and that razor Brand new are going to last longer than buying replacement blades for any of the razors, even though it costs maybe three, a f- couple, two or three bucks more j- to get another razor. So I end up throwing a lot of razors out.
0: So what kind of razor do you? What uh, brand? What do you use?
1: I right now I'm using the Gillette, uh, uh, the one with the four things and that little trimmer deal. It's oh, the, nice. so that's the five bladed deal. It's a. It's got yeah. It's got you know. It's got a million blades yeah. on it. And
0: it, that's the one it, that vibrates, it, or do you get the non-vibrating? No, vibrating you know, the kind? vibrating
1: one just seemed kind of creepy to me I, I didn't get
0: that it works for me I, I really think there's
1: a you difference use a little
2: vibrator <laughs>
0: uh, John that's that's my job man who's making the jokes <laughs> around here
2: huh God damn it hey Adam this is uh, Matej Golop or English version Matthew Pijin calling from Slovenia uh, I'm listening to DSC and uh, No Agenda and the last time you had No Agenda with John C. Dvorak you made me really laugh actually he did He was uh, commenting about Slovenia and how we eat shitload of horses here. And actually it's true to a certain extent. And uh, where we eat a lot of it, and yes, we don't talk a lot about it, unless on pot such as yours. Um, You know that each city has sort of a fast food thing that you go after clubbing, like uh, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, like a kebab or something. Well, in Ljubljana, the capital of Slovenia, we have a thing called Hot Horse. And it's actually the thing where all the clubbers end up at 5, 6, 7 a.m. And you guess from the name what they're serving. Hot Horse. Anyway, uh, 31. I loved it. Hot Horse.
0: There's an actual fast food joint called Hot Hot Horse where they sell horse meat in pita bread. You know, I have bread. been
1: there and they said to me, hey, John, uh, we're going to go club, and then afterwards we're going to get some hot
0: whores. <laughs> oh, you misunderstood.
1: <laughs> you're like, yeah, now you're talking, baby. <laughs> so uh, I was a little surprised and dismayed. So the other, the other thing I want to mention about Slovenia, since we have the one listener, uh, and I find, that, I find this to be kind of interesting. Actually, Slovenia and lots of Cro- parts of Croatia, most of that, that Adriatic area, what's notable when you're driving around the area is the number of chickens that are just out and about. Uh, I guess they don't quite have the same kind of uh, predators out there that we might have here. But it's it's interesting to me that they have all these chickens. we have chickens up in Washington. And we've actually had chickens in the Bay Area. You can have chickens legally. And chicken eggs that are made from chickens that are just roaming around the yard are are astonishingly delicious. And they taste like a real egg. And it's amazing chickens can crank out this many eggs. But it it seems to me that the Slovenians in particular must eat a lot of eggs because – those chickens, they all—they're all around, but then they obviously go home to roost at night, and then they lay eggs all over the place. I would think, and but it's just—I thought it was just cool to just see nothing but everybody's chickens. There's no fences around a lot of their places at all, and they're just chickens everywhere. You drive along the road, there'll be chickens everywhere. It's—it's it's pretty funny.
0: Well, I've never been to Slovenia, but uh, oh, you'd love it. Certainly sounds like a good place to go for chickens and horse.
1: <laughs> Fucking horse. Yeah. Mm. But the uh, actually what they have there that's pretty astonishing is pastries. Uh, I don't think there's a... What I were mean,
0: you they, doing they, in Slovenia, John? Why the hell were you there?
1: Yeah, I went to... Uh, I've actually been through Slovenia a few times because I write for Bug Magazine in Croatia, for one thing. And so that's on the other side of Slovenia. So you really can't get there on the uh, train without going through Slovenia. But the first time I went there was uh, when PC Magazine had a licensee in Slovenia because the guys in Croatia had (laughs) lost the license and PC Magazine sold it to this this publishing company in Slovenia. And I went there for the party that they were rolling out. And so I got to, you know, kind of party as it were in slovenia with the hot hose uh, meanwhile of course because of that the bug magazine could hire me because there was no licensee in Croatia. so i ended up getting kind of another gig there so uh, meanwhile i've made pretty good friends and, and croatia is another place if people want to go to a vacation uh, uh just a dream come true vacation spot wow that country's unbelievable
0: i've heard that and actually we're thinking of going to turkey next time uh Next time yeah, we go on I've been there
1: too. Tur- Turkey might is getting a little rough, it seems to me. Really? Uh, although for you, it might not be so much. There is a in Istanbul. There's a Four Seasons. Where the, <laughs> <where> <laughs> oh, the as
0: long as there's go. a Four Seasons and a Marks and Sparks nearby, we're set. Not a problem.
1: <laughs> so you could go to the Four Seasons and, and kind of enjoy it uh, in, from that perspective. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know when but I could go. By the way, go. you're
1: going to buy a couple of rugs, so get ready.
0: No, 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 no. I won't buy. I went to Iraq, same thing. I didn't buy any rugs. They got plenty of them for sale.
1: Yeah, no, they got tons of them for sale. I bought two rugs when I was in Turkey. And what was interesting about and by the way, the rug salesmen follow you over here. That's how aggressive what? they are. They Literally, follow. they follow you. They right. I get called once a year from one of the rug uh, companies over in Turkey. That they they come to the U.S. They got an out. They got the storehouse somewhere in outside of Beverly Hills, and they drive a truck around to all their customers, and they pester you to buy, to buy more rugs. It's unbelievable. No How way. many rugs do you need? Crazy. So, uh, it's it's pretty funny, but the weird thing is that they can fold these rugs up into and put them in this weird little suitcases that you can carry on the plane because that, that's the way you want to ship the you want to bring the rug back by right. hand carry on. Oh man, you know that you're just
0: asking for trouble with today's uh, security measures.
1: Uh, you asking check it for trouble. Checked luggage.
0: Yeah, so I, you don't but,
1: have a problem. I'm uh, um, okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> I will I mean oh, I can't wait turkey, by was... the way
0: Mo- Monday it's uh, my my uh, time again
1: Oh, yeah. Right. You're coming back. So you're going to go through another the process. But you're coming into San Francisco again, right?
0: Yeah. Which is always the easier airport. But you know, I'm going to get stopped. You know, I'm going to get the the W or the M or whatever the hell it is.
1: Yeah. Well, why don't you uh, not go to San Francisco? Why don't you fly into L.A. and then come up? Yeah, see I, what don't, there. I don't think so.
0: We're going to How L.A. About a
1: web, I think a website describing <laughs> the different airport entry procedures would be cool. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, and it would tell people where, what to avoid. And, you know, it would be nice if you could surreptitiously take pictures of people, but, you know, they they'll throw you out if you do that. But uh, I was always told by rule, do not go to the woman customs officer or, or, or really? passport officer. Just don't do it. Never go to the woman.
0: There aren't that many in San Francisco. It's, it, I think it's mainly guys. There may be one or two women, but I, I, you know I, I think it's all
1: guys. Yeah, I think San Francisco is not at issue, but there's some place where there's quite a few women. And the, the rule is do not go to the women. <laughs> and the reason is because they go by the book more than the men do.
0: That sounds pretty uh, – pretty, that's a pretty generous statement.
1: I'm just telling you what I'm told. I, I, I don't necessarily agree with it. Oh, okay. You're, but I don't go to the women. You're reliably just informed. To be on the safe side. Mm-hmm. All right, so I got my stuff out of the way. I got the chicken story. I needed to get that out of the way. (laughs) That was important.
0: I didn't get to do my uh, my top forty thing again. You mean the voice? Yeah, it's all right. I don't want to do the voice because when you hear the show, you you're you're going to hear hear how shitty you're going to hear how shitty this sounds, and it's just it's just pissing me off. I can't concentrate. I can't even concentrate on doing the show because I'm I'm hearing all this crackling, and I don't know where it's coming from, and I don't understand it, and it's, it's.
1: Why did you change your gear?
0: Because I'm tired of having to have a second, you know, like two laptops. One to work on, which is the Mac. And then the only thing that was really reliable up until now was Cast Blaster. And I had to have a secondary, you know, like Windows. Yeah, I know I can run Parallels or Boot Camp or all that crap. But I just wanted it all in one. And I wanted, you know, I wanted something where the processing is in the computer. Cast Blaster doesn't have that. You have to, you know, there's no no, uh, digital processing. For this very reason, of course, because it always starts to mysteriously I don't know it, it could also be the hard drive you know how Mac hard drives can get sick if you use really big
1: files a lot so you're telling me you're doing this this is the first time we've done no agenda on a Mac
0: no 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 we did it last time well then what's changed I, I, I don't know it's like that's the big the big mystery and it's
1: uh-huh. it's it's
0: stupefying
1: have you had an upgrade because Apple had a couple of upgrades uh, I noticed last week oh yeah that's a good point John fuck it
0: was this it was this week, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. So so oh dude. Well, you, you, well that's it then. <laughs> How do I roll back? How do I roll back you, an update? i don't know. I'm you can't me, it. I don't I don't think I can. You could do it on Windows, you can roll back? Yeah. yeah. If you're John C. Dvorak, you can.
1: No, no, anyone can. It's just, it's it's designed in.
0: Huh.
1: Well, I guess uh, I I
0: guess I could go to uh, my time machine backup and restore, but that seems like that's going to be that would be a whole week. I I wonder if that
1: actually works to that extreme, where it actually takes and and read and takes the operating system and and backs it up. I don't think so. But
0: what's crazy, John? Is I just did the daily source code, and I everything was completely tuned and tweaked, and it was all perfect. And then we start doing the show, and and it's all messed up. I, I don't get it.
1: Maybe oh. the daily source code contaminated the machine. No,
0: and I'm seeing if it's... Because I added you. I'm seeing if that's it, but... No. Daily source code contaminated the machine. Fuck you. That took you a while. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's how distracted I am. This is really bugging me. God.
1: Why don't uh, we put a stopwatch yeah, on you? Yeah. All right, so, so uh,
0: uh, I'm going to try and do uh, Cranky Geeks with you on Wednesday. Is that the deal for this week?
1: I would hope so. Yeah, that would be good, because we're going to have uh, Leo... Mm. Is currently scheduled, and you should be on, and that would be Excellent. a very uh, kind of a I high think would, level show. That would show. be a fun show, yeah. And, and unless I can, you guys uh, don't read the memo and don't read the news, I what do you
0: mean? I'm, I always come prepared. I'll read the memo. <laughs> well, you're the only
1: one because I don't. So it's so. It's, and, uh, and and uh, Sebastian, Sebastian's always on the show, right? Yes, he's the he's the number one go to guy. Okay. The show is an interesting structure for people who watch it. I designed it specifically – well, I I didn't completely design it from scratch, but I designed it to have less people because I've always felt that one of these types of talk shows that have a host and four people for half an hour, one person never gets to say anything. Right. And you know, and then, and it's also it causes a weird dynamic because it's kind of uh, unbalanced, and so you don't get a free flow of information. When you only have three people, you get a, uh, you the banter can be a lot more uh, aggressive. And you've got but, a shill because Sebastian is essentially the, a shill. But the right, the great thing is, I really only have two people right. because Sebastian isn't really on the show. He's the shill sidekick. And the go to guy and what it amount, which is the which is the tweak on the on on this model, because and what makes it interesting as a tweak is that if if you have two guests that are just duds, I've never actually had two complete duds, but I've had two questionable guests, Sebastian can literally and myself can carry the whole show. And he can do it and he knows when to do it. And when you have two people that are extremely talkative, Sebastian knows to back off and let these guys go after each other or whatever they're doing. So they so they have that one you know, so essentially it's a two man show. a presenter which would be me and then a, essentially a co-host uh who's who appears to be a guest he's not really a guest he's a co-host but he's presented as a guest and so you have this unusual model well now you just I ruined it
0: that, for me now, now the show's not gonna be any more fun now that i know how it works
1: <laughs> i don't want to be on it
0: now screw that <laughs> with your show anyway, i'm gonna I'm well, say there's, there's there's, no show uh, uh, there's sebastian done. the shill i'll say hey john thanks it's great to be on cranky leo oh, good to see you hey sebastian the shill yeah hey how you doing man <laughs>
1: Well, you know, every show has a has a, an underlying model that makes it work. I mean, the show that we're doing here, no agenda. The model is there is no model, but that's an unusual. That only works with a couple of blowhards like ourselves. <laughs> Who can like yak away from about stupid stuff?
0: Well, speak for yourself. You're the one that's been yakking throughout the entire show. I can't get a word in, Edgewise.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just because you're sitting there obsessing with your crappy rig there that you ruined. Well,
0: it's true <laughs> that I ruined. I'm I just trying to carry you
1: here. There was some so anyway, guy so, that there was so some the,
0: guy that the, called in and, and said you could set this up on Windows. He did have the setup, including the virtual. Uh, Oh, audio cables yeah i'll send it to you oh i gotta dig it good. up good
1: well should, I, I don't know why i didn't send so you it to two me, can what? have
0: all this aggravation i just want you to someone to share it with
1: i'll be doing it on windows it won't be aggravating
0: Leo how does so leo anyway. do it does leo have a whole studio he has a whole professional studio right he he just plugs in skype into his existing setup i guess have you ever seen it
1: uh, you know, I have to go up there uh, because he owes me lunch. Mm-hmm. He's been promising to take me to this two-star Michelin place up in Healdsburg. Really? And I've been wanting to go up there and, because this is f- apparently one of the best restaurants in California, but it's a little out of the way. And so I want to go up there, and uh, in the process, I want to see the studio and take some pictures of it and see what it is he is doing because I think he has a – I think it's got a – yeah, he's got a professional studio yeah. with a lot of gear. Well, see <coughs> – that's
0: for some reason i've always wanted to just have it all contained in one box that's just you know i i, I could build a whole studio here but i don't i just want the little fucking box i just want it to work we've got all this you know audio is the last thing that people always think about in everything these days they don't give a shit yeah and, a lot of audio is bad oh and apple's got some good things going on inside uh with their virtual devices and aggregate devices and all that but still it's it's just not its not enough horsepower going towards it. I don't know. It should be able to tweak that. I just want it all to work in one. Portable, man. Under my arm, wherever I am, want to have the same setup, same sound, everything configured. So I don't have to be like Leo. Stuck at home.
1: Roger McGuinn has... Um Something like that because he's got one. I think he's using a laptop, uh, a Toshiba or something. I'm not sure. Maybe he's moved to a Mac, but he has a rig like that. That he and I think uh, uh, the ex-rocker, uh, oh man, Billy, whatever's the Billy Idol, Billy Idol has something like they. They have these rigs. I know Rogers has got like he's got um, or Roger has this laptop with with a little built-in mixer and he takes a microphone. Yeah, and he but but you know, I, I, but I've made a study.
0: Stuff. I've made a study of this, John what all of these things right you've got these u s b microphones and u s b direct inboxes and everything all of them you have to monitor so if you're recording um just analog audio so something coming to your, out of your mouth or a um you know an analog instrument it's the monitoring of it always occurs before it goes into the software so you're basically hearing an unprocessed signal and then on the mix. And sometimes even because there's delay, these programs have uh, special digital delays built in so it'll sync up because you were basically singing or playing your acoustic guitar along with a track and it was recorded like uh, three milliseconds later than what you were actually hearing. So there's all these tricks and it works great for producing music, but when you actually want to process what you're saying at this very moment and listen to the process signal without a, a delay, which makes you talk funny, it almost can't be done. I mean, I'm I'm right on the edge of making it happen, and for some reason, it worked earlier today, and now it doesn't. And it, and it's like milli, millimeters of CPU usage make all the difference, and I just can't figure it out. So there, it's no one's set up for this. It's just not set up. No one's ever really thought about what it will really take to make all of it work.
1: Okay. I know you're sad. I know you're sad for me. So you're. Um, I'm glad you got that out of, off your yeah. chest.
0: Hey, was there anything so, from, the, from the Barcelona conference? Yeah, mo- there was that one. Mobile piece of news that mobile conference? Was there anything, anything on, good?
1: Well, there was one piece of news that I reported on tech 5podshowcom um, Figured I'd get some plugs in. Uh, there, apparently, uh, the Motorola was such a big disappointment that, that the European press just ragged on them uh, ceas- endlessly. Really? Uh, they had nothing. This is not a good situation. Motorola, for some unknown reasons, just seemed to have fallen off the, you know, they had Ed Zander came in there right. and uh, took credit for the uh, Razor, but it looks like that was on the books before he got there. And then he couldn't do anything there, you know, ex-son guy. And then uh, they fired him and gave him like $100 million bucks to go away, which <laughs> is good work if you can get it. <laughs> and uh, now there just seemed to be a sh- rudderless ship.
0: Where did wasn't the history of Motorola weren't they uh, car radios? No, walkie talkies. Yeah,
1: Motorola. It was a Motorola mo- it was yeah. a rolling uh, radio ca- they put made I, I think they made the first car radio. Yeah. they may. and they may pre- they may have even done a record player or something like that before that. I know there were these we're talking about in the 20s and 30s. Uh that's how they got started as a radio Moto Moto Motor motorola. you know, kind of yeah. uh Rola. Huh? Like well, Victrola, you know, Victrola, Motorola, get it?
0: But right now, you know, I guess it's kind of anyone's, you know, gamble as to where it's going to go and what people want. I'm still carrying around multiple devices. You know, they had it with the Razer. It was a it was a fashion statement, and, and it actually brought back the clamshell um, handsets because those were really popular for a while in, like, the mid-'90s, and then, you know, when everyone's lid started fl- flipping off and, you, you know, the— the speaker would break and it was all kinds of, you know, everyone was like, I don't, well, want, Motorola, I don't want one of those. I think,
1: aren't they the ones who they pioneered super it. popularized it with the StarTac?
0: StarTac, that's the one. Yep. The little StarTac with the pullout antenna.
1: <laughs> and everybody, ha- everyone who had one when they first came out, they always show them off to everybody. It was like people would gather around you if you had one of these things. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And- and then they you know they kind of modified it and shrunk it and shrunk it and then they made one. I remember this cuz I was doing uh the uh that sh- I was d- working for uh Tech TV at the time and one of the guys was a guest on my Silicon Spin show and he came in with the newest version of the StarTAC which the was MicroTAC. Yeah, it was yeah. like a, it was <laughs> I was <remember> the that. <laughs> smallest little it was like the size of a I don't even know. It, like it was small. It was at the size of a small cigarette, about the size of a Zippo lighter, only not as wide. Yep. And the, and it was this little bitty thing. And he opened it up, and he would you could dial on it, and the whole thing. And then you, but then you hold it up, you look like an idiot holding this little <laughs> bitty thing to your ear. It was smaller than a typical Bluetooth thing that you stick in your ear. Yeah, you're right. And that was like somehow marked the end of an era because that was like that was so stupid,
0: well Nokia had one of their own at the time, which was also it was imagine like the you know the classic Nokia like the fifty three fifty or whatever it is you know the very classic robust uh Nokia right. that everyone had you could you could drive a truck over and nothing would happen, so they shrunk that down to the same size as the MicroTac. I think it came a couple of years later actually and and it weighed nothing you could literally you could stick it into the into that weird pocket that you have on your on your on your pants on your uh, trousers that little pocket on the right hand side the one that the, holds quarters yeah that one you could stick it in there literally and uh, and are right and the, the it was you know for weight and stuff it was great cuz it you know it was almost actually i remember i had that one but i gave it up for the matrix phone because that was the next one that you had to have Remember the one they had in the Matrix with the with the the mouthpiece that slid down that popped down at the press oh, of the yeah, button. Right,
1: I remember that.
0: Yeah, so we all had to have that one. And uh, anyway, so it was years later that the razor came out, which was just a throwback. I don't know, man. It's design. You know, look at the, look at the iPhone. I mean, good, bad, and different. You can't deny that the concept and the design and and a lot of what it's doing is just radically different than in what everyone else has.
1: Yeah, but people are now moaning about it. Really. Yeah, I mean, I just did the, the Cranky Geek Show this last Wednesday and had Larry Maggot on, who's a commentator for CBS, and he uh, was a local radio guy or something. And he he all he did was complain bitterly about the thing, and he mainly talked about, I guess, part of the town he, where he lives about the lousy the fact that you couldn't get a signal, which you, we talked about before on this show. And so I pulled out my Nokia uh the the one I have that Pacho uh loaned me, which has the exact same service he has on the iPhone, and we booted him and we looked and I had a, a bar and a half because we were in the studios, so you can't get a signal in there. I had a bar and a half he couldn't get a signal at all
0: no that's well and that's, we that's used just the a, exact
1: same service
0: minor inconvenience a lot a lot of the yeah. stuff is really good No, but a lot of the other st- i mean they can fix that they'll figure that out. We know we know that they messed. up. I don't up. know
1: if you can. I don't. You know they got that metal case. I don't think helps.
0: Well, no. We went through this, John. There's a little plastic bit in the metal casing where the antenna is supposed to you know be able to transmit and receive through the plastic bit. But it, it, it's just a design thing. They'll figure that out. They know they they, they fixed that. And once that's working, once they have the battery life up to a normal person's uh, work work day, it'll and you know and then they get their 3G or Y Max or whatever they're going to put into it. It'll be great.
1: You know. <laughs> Yeah, but then it'll be dated. Now, let, which, re, which reminds me, if you talk yeah. about dated phones, if anyone gets a chance, go to the register and, and look up Andrew Orlowski's coverage of, uh, of this phone conference, the um, World Phone, whatever the heck it's called.
0: Andrew Orlowski?
1: Yeah, Andrew Orlowski. He does a very funny, I'm going to give the story away, but it's just worth reading f- from the structural perspective. He does this... Product review of the Nokia phone that is the absolute best phone. You know, he says at the conference and look at this phone that Nokia has, and he shows a side picture of it, shows and he talks about the battery life is battery life is like a month, and the talk time is like you know a week, and it's got all these characteristics and features and everything, and then he reminds us that this is a 1995 phone that they don't make anymore. Um, It was actually it's quite a funny article.
0: So um, I was I just googled him. And a comic strip blogger, you know my my super fan, your buddy. Yeah, he uh, he has a page on uh, on Andrew. You'll <laughs> <He'll> like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Andrew will biography it. of Andrew Orlowski. He is a citizen of the UK who now lives in San Francisco, USA. Ancestors of Andrew Orlowski were Polish citizens who stayed in the UK after World War II because Poland was then occupied by the Soviet Union, and some Poles didn't want to live under Soviet occupation and stayed in the West. What the hell? He says he he works uh, for the Register. The Register is a dirty tabloid, and it shows in many ways. (laughs) They are publishing, for example, without permission, emails that were intended as private. And also they are publishing anonymous emails that contain offensive content, even if information from these anonymous emails is not confirmed as a lie. Okay. (laughs) Go CSB.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a pretty accurate description. That sounds like the fact a better... that Orlowski lives in London, but that's another story.
0: Well, I, this could be an old page. It could be.
1: <laughs> oh man, Comicster blogger. So what else we got on the list? Um, we talked about the chickens and the Marks and Sparks.
0: Yeah, we talked about. uh I don't know. We. You, when you hear this show, you, you're going to understand why I'm so distracted. You, you're just hearing yourself fine. You have no idea what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, it sucks.
1: There was a thing in the news that was interesting the da- about the Danish ISP that just says "screw you guys" about Pirate Bay. We're not going to do anything about it.
0: I missed that. What was that?
1: Is that in the news out over there at all? No. No.
0: The, you know, the news here is about the three strikes you're out rule. You heard about that, right? Um, you must have. There's a, no, tell me. Oh, there's a green paper, which is kind of a, a, a bill being written. So it's, I think a trial balloon, essentially, um, that the government would, re- would require UK ISPs to monitor everyone's traffic. If you, uh, It's a three strikes, you're out. So if they're caught downloading a file uh, illegally, is kind of the way they're paraphrasing it. The first time you Oh, get,
1: right, right. No, actually, I've talked about this on Tech 5. Okay. I didn't know it was called okay. that, though.
0: Well, the, of course it's a, you know in in a in a country that knows nothing about baseball and everything about cricket, of course they call it the three strikes you're out rule. Makes sense. Well, so right, anyway, it's three strikes and you're out. Yeah, in baseball. they don't they don't know they don't play baseball over here, dude. I I have to explain to people all the time. Say you know baseball, how does that work? I'm like okay, yeah, if you can explain cricket to me, I can explain baseball.
1: Yeah, cricket. Wow. No, forget
0: it. You can't. You can't explain it.
1: No, it's, it doesn't. The, the game, is, I think they make the rules up as they go along. <laughs>
0: Seems like it. It's like, oh, tea time. <laughs> That's it. We'll see you all tomorrow. They just have
1: a couple of really good players, and they just let them hit all day. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and, it's like if it was baseball, they'd have Barry Bonds just doing all the batting.
0: For three days in a row.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or a week. Depends yeah. on how many hot dogs they can sell.
0: <laughs> nah, nothing else is going on here. I mean, it's, it's stuff I talk about in the Daily Source Code, and people hate it when I cross-post, as it were from one show to another oh, you know,
1: I don't do that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: you do all the time, man. You're always talking Never. about, oh, I, I mentioned that on Tech 5. Surely you've heard of me, the, the prognosticator <laughs> of all things tech, John C. Dvorak. <laughs> you know, you can make a career out of this, man. You're, what just plugging t- myself just talking shit and plugging in it I mean kind of we're already on the way but I think now I've validated that concept by doing this show with you <laughs> so you, you can now plug more I gotta do some my spare time you, But you're the only guy.
1: nobody writes any I mean nobody reads there's a whole generation of people coming up that listen to me and they don't even know I'm a writer it's just uh, you know, I, and it is a good market and they're good people and they want to hear this stuff so I figure I'm going to have to do a you know dual purpose I've never really you know I was I took broadcasting in school I mean it's not like I haven't been doing this for a long time so i can do it but i'm not really cut out for it i'm i'm, I'm a writer basically i'm not a good looking guy i don't uh, present myself i'm grumpy uh you know <laughs> it's just like i'm not i'm not smiling all the time like you need to do on television to really do the job right or wait here uh, it comes
0: you're 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 not good for like a morning zoo format
1: like you would
0: be. everybody fact, that's just, right hey, good morning it's john c devorak here we got the palo alto morning too everybody
1: <laughs> yeah something like that yeah, so right? you could do that you uh, i mean i can do a, a kind of a, a gag voice but i can't sustain it you could probably go out for hours let's
0: hear your uh, gag voice
1: uh, I just, I'm not going to do it because I come don't, on. I'm just not in the, come I mean, on. I, I can't, I'm not, I'm just too early uh, in the
0: I'll, I'll, No, come on, John. You, you do a gag radio voice? <laughs> well, let me
1: work on it first. Hey, everybody, it's, uh,
0: to... hey, everybody, good morning. San Francisco, City by the bay. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's ACC here on the T to the E tip. We've got Johnny C. Dvorak. He's standing by. He's going to give us a little bit of his prognosticating. John C., where's that voice of yours? Come on in, boy. <laughs> no.
1: No, okay. I tried. I just, you know, it's one of those things. I can click into it. It's like my Indian voice.
0: Oh, please! I can just put oh, myself into it. Don't but do! Don't do! Don't do the Indian voice. Don't do the Indian voice. We'll get hate mail again.
1: Indi- you know the Indian voice. I, I get notes about it because. Because people think – I've even well, I – Don't, don't do even it. get into like, it. it. Don't even I get just, into I, it. For some reason, I'm not, I'm not in a, doing a voice mood. That's okay. If I was into doing the voice, I would do it now like this. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Now, I've talked about this guy before. Now, he talks like this. And I get a lot of complaints about doing this voice because it's somehow insulting to someone. But I'm not absolutely sure who – and I've said this and I'll say it again. <laughs> this is the number one accent for speaking the English. There is no other – there are more people that talk like this than talk like anybody else, including a southern guy. And I've heard the southern guys, and I can't understand a word they say. So I can do this. I can also do a Bombay voice, which is a little different. Um, And I can talk talk like – now, there's a guy who talks funny, if you ask me. But now, I could get criticized – for doing that 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 Indian voice, but I won't get criticized for doing this this kind of generic bullshit Southern voice, It really doesn't come from anywhere. It's a little bit of Texas, although without the screeching, and it's a little bit of uh, a little bit of Georgia, maybe maybe a little Alabama. It's hard to say. I've been around uh, most of the South, so I can. But I won't get criticized for this voice, and I won't get criticized for my French guy, uh, Brit. Uh, Russian or anybody else, but that, that Indian guy gets me in trouble.
0: Oh, you were very close to a George Bush there when you did your southern thing. That was pretty good. You should try that. You should try and get a George Bush I, together.
1: Well, you know, there's a Texas accent that I've always liked, where there's a guy talks through his teeth. And the Texans, uh, especially got from Dallas, they're uh, executive types. They talk through their teeth. And so if you get that, that kind of sound, you, you're getting closer. It's, too bad, my, uh, it's too bad my It's too bad
0: my wife is downloading fashion TV off of YouTube again.
1: While you were doing that. <laughs> I have, I have <laughs> actually talked, I've picked up on the guys talking through their teeth when I met John Roach, who was the CEO of Radio Shack for years on end. Yeah. And I went to his office, a beautiful place. He had a huge office with, oh, man, the, the, the ceilings must have been 50 feet high. And he talked through his teeth. And uh, and I started realizing that Texans, executives in Texas, they all talk through their teeth and I'm not sure why, why, what did they, <laughs> so I don't know. It seems like mumbling. If you ask me,
0: you're but pretty good, bro. you got some, you got today. some good, uh, you got some chops there with the accent. That was all right. Can the you do one? Yeah. Can you do New, uh, New Yorker?
1: You know, I can, but I, I'm not so good at it that I feel comfortable doing it until I get it down. Oh, okay. it's one of those things that I can, you know there's certain accents you can do like the DJ where you can go in and <laughs> hey, out, excuse you, you can I, it. it right excuse me it took
0: years of practice to get that voice okay I mean it's not it's not just like a thing you can just lock into I mean that's real talent at work okay
1: <laughs> so <laughs> but uh, anyway I've done the Indian accent with some Indians and they all you know they look at me funny
0: you did it with some Indians? You're kidding me. You oh, did yeah. That?
1: No, I've done it. No for, way. The accent oh, that's They're horrible. You know, they say to me, let me hear this accent. You say you do so no. well. No. <laughs> and and, so, and, and so let me so guess. And it, let me
0: guess. It was like crickets after you were done, right? They were like, uh, okay. No, actually,
1: one of the guys gave me a comment. He says, you know, he told me where the accent was kind of from. And I should say, and I should reference it. And he says, you know, that sounds a little, and he told me something area. And uh, I, I think if I changed it, maybe it would be less offensive. If I said it was a Pakistani a- accent.
0: Oh yeah, oh that'll <laughs> fly. You should come over here and do that. <laughs> that'll,
1: get, that'll result in the breakthrough.
0: Right. The get get into any taxi cab, please, and just and just say, oh, here's my Pakistani accent. <laughs> that would. <that, laughs>
1: so anyway, but I I do make the remark that that is probably the number one. And I, I listen to watch Indian TV, and I I would have to say and they all talk like that. And I think that is the top accent if we do a numbers game. I think more people speak English with that rhythm than they do with any other. Yeah. So I don't see how it could be offensive.
0: Well, because we're all politically correct and we're all stupid that way. That's why.
1: I think it's going to be the way we're all going to be talking. That's my theory. (laughs) I'm just practicing. (laughs) Just
0: getting into it for the inevitable. We'll have to. We'll have yeah, to speak network, that way. But
1: we're all speaking in the, with an Indian accent. Why not? <laughs> it's actually kind of got a nice ring to it. It makes you sound very sage.
0: Okay, but here's my gauge for it. Okay, so if you're making love, right? How could that accent just doesn't fly? You know, it it just doesn't sound right. It's not. It's like, oh yes, baby. Oh, give it to me right there. Oh yes, put. Oh please, put your finger in that orifice really quickly. I like it very much. I mean, you know, it just doesn't quite uh, fit.
1: I don't know it's uh, maybe they uh well I mean, look at the music that they listen to with that screeching that's uh, sure, I, dude uh, Desi, i love desi
0: ding ding, ding 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 ding, I can't get enough of it, are you kidding me I love that no, you don't yeah i do i do There's the modern no the, the modern yeah absolutely the modern day desi uh that's d e s i it's it's it, i mean it's got a great groove, it's got their you know really funky uh uh, harmonies and you know stuff that just isn 't even in our musical vocabulary, literally no I dig it and and it's and the, all the kids are dancing to it, John
1: <laughs> please <laughs> so by the way, I should mention this when I do that Indian accent with my daughter 's around, she thinks i'm an idiot, and she says it doesn 't sound anything at all like an Indian
0: no, I should get my daughter up here she's she she 's in home yet she's she's it's uh she has school vacation, so she 's working she's really good next time we do a show uh, on a weekend and i'm home so that could be like in 2010 um i'll ask her to come up and uh, do a couple of racks and she does um, i mean you know she actually speaks uh dutch and flemish with a complete accent she speaks american english 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 but she can do all sub accents she, australian she's really good at
1: ah uh, i like the difference between the australian and the british accent
0: and Australian, and there's also Australian and New Zealand, which is yet again subtle. Subtle. I would be interested
1: in listening to her try to define those two, because that's that's another fascinating difference. Because every once in a while, you run into some guy, you know, in somewhere, especially around here, in the San Francisco Bay Area, where all these travelers are. Yep. And you hear a guy, and you go, oh, that's that's an Australian," and you you know, you say, "You're from Australia, right?" And, and you can't says, piss him off more. Well, if he's from New Zealand, he's not too pleased. But, no, exactly.
0: Uh, That's my point.
1: Generally speaking, uh, you don't run into too many New Zealanders because they really, I don't think many of them get off the islands. That's but
0: not true. You kid, I fly with a, with a Kiwi. A uh, guy yeah. who runs our uh, office here is a Kiwi? Maitland? No, there's lots of them. Mm. Mm. They're infesting the world.
1: Well, maybe they don't admit it when they're over here. <laughs> uh, but, Possible.
0: Or they just say, yeah, I'm, a, I'm from Australia, mate. <laughs> You know, just easier because if you're not from you know when someone says hey are you from, hey hey you are you from Australia and if the guy says well, no, I'm from New Zealand it's like oh well I like Australia because well, that's where that 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 uh, that crocodile guy was from and you got that other that uh, that Dundee fella and New Zealand so that's has your nothing dumb
1: American accent yeah so um, I think there may be some truth to the fact that most people in the United States don't even know where New Zealand is. And uh, yeah, these guys are sure sick of, of it. explaining it.
0: Yeah, but they also have no national heroes. You know, in Australia, we've got Mel Gibson. Uh, we've got your Olivia Newton-John. Uh, <laughs> we've got, uh, come on, help me out here. Uh, Nicole Kidman. We've got, we've got uh,
1: Crocodile Dundee. we got Nicole Crocodile Kid- Dundee. Oh, that's right. she, Oh, actually, there's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of models yeah, from New Zealand. dude, dude. I
0: mean, there's, there's beautiful people One that there. was
1: married to uh, Stuart for a while. What's her name? Rachel, uh, I'll,
0: I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, Hunter. Rachel Hunter, Rachel Hunter. There you go, Rachel, yeah, Hunter. Rachel Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, she's still married she's to Rod. Uh, um, there's more though. Uh, well, Richard, uh, what's his name? Uh, Murdoch is from Australia, of course. He's an American now.
1: Right, and Kerry Parker, who people know less of, who's probably more powerful.
0: Kerry Parker.
1: Kerry Parker. Yeah, he's the other. He's the other Murdoch. He's, oh, uh, that's
0: right. He, the two sons have now started a venture together. I think.
1: Yeah, they were, right. He's and dead, Parker right? Parker's a notorious he, the, gambler. He comes to Vegas, and there's lots of stories about him going into Vegas. And Isn't he uh, dead? I thought he died. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he did. Let's look him up. He <sighs> it would, it wouldn't have been covered in American news if he did, so how would I know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's look it
0: up. Kerry Parker information. Hmm. About Kerry Parker?
1: Is it with an I or with a Y? I think he's a man, so it'd probably be with a Y.
0: Who the who? You don't know. Uh, UK glamour model, Carrie Parker. Uh, it's not with an I. <laughs> it, which is kind of the porn spelling.
1: Yeah, there's always <laughs> the variation.
0: <laughs>
1: Rusty Nails and
0: Carrie Parker. Now for the first time in a world. Yeah, I can't find anything, John. Figures. Uh, you're not looking? It's just me looking here?
1: Yeah, because I don't want to kill the whole What Am I, am I your
0: Google bitch? Come on. <laughs> yeah,
1: you are the... Let's see. Okay. Now I come can't come. find... Oh You
0: brought it up. You should find it. All
1: right, all right, all right, all right, all right.
0: Here we go. Australia's 200 here, I'm gonna, uh, Here's
1: my Google search. This should find it. Carrie pa- or Packer... Oh, we are both idiots. Carrie Packer. I'm saying Parker. But I typed in Carrie Parker, Australia mogul, and got the top thing, Carrie Packer dead. Really? Carrie, <laughs> it Carrie, I, I'm, a, I'm, My wife is actually better at this than me, but I'm good. Anyway, Carrie Packer dead. Carrie Francis Bullmore Packer 68. Richest man was chairman of a media company, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let me actually click on it instead of just reading the summary.
0: Hey, I just came so, up with a great new format, dude. This is a great idea. I, you want to hear my idea? So he
1: died at 68. And he was Australia's richest man.
0: Yep. So, uh, Dude, this is a great format. He Think He died about in
1: 2005. It.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. The New York Times will report it next week. <laughs> so so listen, to to listen to this. It could be an audio show. It would work. It could be video as well, but it's a game show, and the game show is you get these ridiculous questions, and you have to answer them, and you can use any resource you want on the internet. Google, yeah. any other search. Ad- no one's doing it, because there's things like cheating, right? Well, let's but, do it. Let's but do it, it. Next show, no agenda. We'll get some uh, participants on, We'll uh, or or we maybe. We should have
1: a whole nother show for that. People like no agenda the way it is.
0: Yeah, but we have no agenda. We can do whatever we want, can't we?
1: Oh, well, that's a good point. Yeah we can now test we it dancing. out. Well, then let's get some dancing girls. Heck with this other idea. <laughs> and we're back to strippers. Okay. Lovely. So uh yeah, so Carrie Packer, <laughs> unknown to me, 3 years later, apparently is dead. You, you should, died at 68, which is kind of young.
0: You should send him a the, an uh, a card. <laughs> we here in the United States are very sorry to hear about the passing of Carrie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just found out. <laughs> we just found out because we don't really follow anything by the by the
0: way i'm trying to get out of out of nigeria and if you could send me a hundred (laughs) million (laughs) dollars
1: so we know exactly what britney spears is up to but do we know that gary packer's dead no no we don't i post
0: it's so true and here i am
1: you know the the, the media guy you know and i don't know I, i you know i probably did know and it just for some reason i just didn't I just wasn't thinking. Clearly. But your
0: point is so well made. And
1: I'm thinking his name is Parker. For God's sake, it's even terrible. worse.
0: That's even worse. I posted <laughs> uh, the Wikipedia <laughs> definition of bread and circuses earlier in the week on uh, on my weblog because that's where that's what we're living in, man. We are so in bread and circuses. Who gives a shit about what's going on in the world as long as we know who's uh, who's in the top 24 on American Idol? That's all. That, that's all that matters.
1: Well, you know, my, one of my favorite shows in the, on the U.S., and, the, and I actually have t- dubbed, I have like hours and hours and hours of this. It's one of the few things I kind of record and save uh, in an episodic m- manner, yeah. which is Jay Leno's uh, special that he does once every couple of weeks called Jaywalking. And, huh. he walk, and he goes into the street, and it's actually – it was funnier or, you know, a few years ago than it is now because now he's trying to fancy it up. But he'll go into the streets, and he'll just walk up to – first he tries to find people that are like you know, professors at USC or teachers in high school or, or even some – you know, and then he also picks up some dingbat students, and he goes up to a person. He'll say, so where is uh, – what country is Mexico City in? And they'll and they'll answer like. Oh, I've I've seen uh, this. Oh, I've seen the, the, this. The, the, yeah. answer, the answer will be even more ludicrous than not knowing where it is. They'll answer, "What country is Mexico City?" Indiana. I mean, <laughs> that. I swear to God, and it's like this is the and it's one thing after another. It's just it's, like, it's I, an astonishing. Can, I've seen
0: this. Can you name a country that starts with the letter U? And people are going, mmm, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> right. How about uh, United States? (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but you know that's right. all edited, so you know you don't know how many people oh, no, they have it's to. Totally find.
1: edited. I know it's some of it's phony, and, then, and every once in a while, you know, he's asked a question you yourself, as you watch it, can't answer it. But generally speaking, yeah, it's edited to death. But the fact that somebody would answer Indiana yeah, to good. what country is Mexico City in uh, <laughs> is just—I don't care how edited it is—it's just unbelievable. That's Great, <laughs>
0: that's so funny. Ah, yes, we're a fine bunch, aren't we?
1: He, one of the things he likes to do on that bit is he'll have pictures of people. and He'll have a famous person. He'll have like he'll put the president's picture up there, and it says, "Who's this?" And they won't identify him. Really? And then they'll put a picture of Britney Spears or Paris Hilton there, <laughs> <and> identify <laughs> and him, and they'll do that. He'll, he does that gag a lot, and it's always the same. Nobody can recognize anybody except a, a, a small number of overhyped celebrities.
0: Hey man, I'm going to work on our game show. This is a good idea. We could be the. Uh, we could be like the. Uh, Uh, Regis and, uh, what's, uh, what's her, what's the new name's girl? No, no, it's not. Kelly. Kelly. We could be Regis and Kelly and we could do our own game show. We could, well, my legs are better, so I might as well. (laughs)
1: That's true. So the, um, not that I would know. So, um, (laughs) I think, uh. It, was, it there's, there's a, it has a possibility. Now, there was something done like this on a uh, Internet Tonight, which was a tech TV show. Oh, It really? was probably the best show that they produced at tech TV ever, and it was killed by Paul Allen personally because for some reason he didn't like somebody on the show. Really? Even though it was – yeah, it's a oh. weird, weird story. But anyway, they did something like this where they did a Google showdown about trying to find as many of something – as they could, but it wasn't quite what you're thinking. I think
0: it should just be whoever has the answer the quickest, you know? So, you, you, you just, you throw out a question, something really ridiculous,
1: and... Well, then it has to be done as a, it has to be done, if you're going to do it that way, then it has to be done in a, it, you have to use the game show format. So, you would have three people standing there as though it was, you know, uh, Jeopardy. Yeah. And with laptops. Yeah or whatever, and then the question would go out, and then the three of them would grind away on it. It, it, And these would have to obviously be questions that they just can't answer on the spot.
0: Oh, so what you do is you have a a set amount of time, and then you have the, uh, everyone has their answer written down, and then you reveal your answer one by one. Is that what you're thinking?
1: No, I was thinking that there would be a race, but then I'm thinking about it. it could be boring just watching people type into a machine. There has to be some way of eliminating the boredom factor. Uh, for the viewer, well, I think, I think uh-uh. it
0: could go pretty fast. I mean, you know, it, it took you what fifteen seconds to find the answer to that.
1: It didn't take long. Yeah. Well, it's oh, it. Looking at oh, this is even funnier. I'm looking at the search I put in. Yeah. <laughs> I typed in Carrie Passerker, P A S R K uh-huh. E R, Australia mogul. And then it came up with the Do You Mean Kerry Parker Australia mogul. And then even without having to click on that, it had the Kerry Packer dead at the top. Fantastic. So so sometimes screwing up completely. Can actually
0: be beneficial.
1: um, Works better because Google's always looking for your screw-ups and trying to correct you. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, I think it would be fascinating, uh, especially if it was combined with a website That explained how people were doing the search to get the answer, because there's something about learning how to do searches uh, properly to get results quick. Yeah, it's kind of I think would have a big draw in itself. And it's a real skill. You know, it's a it's a it's a skill skill.
0: that's that we should be teaching our kids so we could uh, it could be the spelling bee of the of the of the naughties.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think that the kids in school should be learning how to do elaborate Google searches for obscure information. Boolean search, uh, baby.
0: Boolean search sorry? 101. Boolean search 101. Yeah. How many kids don't Why know not? what that means? They don't know what that it, I, If I said it, my daughter doesn't know what that means. She doesn't know about typing a plus into, into Google or a minus, which I, a minus is even better than a plus often. So you can... Uh, omit certain type of uh, keywords from the results. That's, that's the great stuff. You're filtering.
1: Yeah. No, there's a lot of little tricks. There's books. Maybe we take anyway. it for
0: granted, man, that people know that. People don't know.
1: No, it's always amazing to me that people don't. You know, I, every once in a while, I get a letter from a, 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 a reader or <laughs> Once in a, a
0: while, fan. John gets a, re- <laughs> a letter, and it goes like this. Dear John.
1: I'll have somebody say, you know, do you know how they ask me a question about something about, you know. You get that in a letter this?
0: through the U.S. mail?
1: No, I'm just, I mean, email. Email. Okay. Oh, I get
0: questions all the time. Like that.
1: So I get it. Yeah, and there's always some dumb question. And what I always do is I do a Google search that they should have done for the exact – and I don't even do much more than take what they wanted to know and put it in the Google box. Then I cut and paste the Google uh, uh, URL that gave me the answer, and I give them the Google URL. (laughs) So when they click on it to get their answer, they see it's a Google page that I had simply taken their stuff and put it in the Google thing, which is saying to them, you can't do this? So – here's what i do i just don't reply <laughs> <laughs> but i say i answer all my emails so yeah. you answer all your emails every single one well i mean there's something that gets by me I Don't answer, you, yeah, no, I don't you have an empty inbox are you an, an empty inbox guy you empty it out no no i i if i'm too busy sometimes it'll pass over and then if i it'll be some some stuff will just be in there forever I'm always amazed when I do a search on something, like I'll look at you sometimes, Adam Curry, see because you'd sent me a note the other day, so I wanted to see it, so I'll just do a search on the box, and I'll find it, and there'll be every message you ever sent me, and then I'll see two or three of them in there that I never looked at. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I, I, because they're blanked or, out.
0: Or, or, or you sent you set them to unread. Do you ever do that? You're like, I'll set this to unread, and that'll, that will make me go read it again, which, of course, never happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't even, I've already given up on that idea. So, uh, but I'll see a couple and I'll click on them and i say, oh, that's what he was talking about the other day.
0: (laughs) Thanks for reading.
1: (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) Hey, it's not that often. just happens. You don't send that much out, so it doesn't happen to you so much. Well, I've
0: learned a long time ago, the less you send, the less you receive.
1: Yeah, there is that.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. I'm done. I think so. And and my wife has been surfing porn throughout the second half of the show.
1: Well, so, she's bored. <laughs> she's very bored.
0: She wants me all to herself for the weekend before I leave, because she knows it's going
1: uh, to be a while. I think you should change your flight plans and come in through uh, Chicago.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Come in through Chicago. Why?
1: Well, You know what would be cool? Come in through Vancouver, hit Vancouver, BC, and then come into Seattle from Vancouver, from Europe. That would be interesting.
0: Why? Just to Just see if to I, see I get what, into trouble? Yeah. Now, that's no fun. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't. Maybe I'll get into a lot of trouble this time.
1: How about going to Mexico? Yeah, there, now you're talking. And then coming and and across in, in to... a cab.
0: <laughs> in the trunk. Tijuana. In the trunk.
1: <laughs> See if that works. <laughs> well, no, that is getting carried away. But I think it'd be cool. You fly from from London to Mexico City. or No, or someplace in Baja. I guess you can get to Tijuana somehow. Get to Tijuana. Take a cab across the border to san diego and see what the experience is okay well if you don't want to do it let somebody somebody should do it (laughs) who's also being harassed okay it'd be interesting i don't want to do it i really don't i just want to get on with life well it would be a good story you can always probably put a book around it hey do you ever get this
0: the application pub sub agent quit unexpectedly well pub sub agent what do you think that does
1: I don't know. Probably we had have to re-record the show. No.
0: no. <laughs> Quick, let's stop it while it's still good.
1: <laughs> All right, sign off.
0: All right. Well, uh, apologies for the sound quality. I'll work on that for next week. Um, coming to you from uh, a dark Friday evening in the United Kingdom, I'm Adam
1: Curry. And I'm uh, out here in sunny California. I'm John C. Dvorak.
0: And we'll talk to you next time, uh, probably with a game show, on No Agenda.